Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast. I'm your host, Austin Creed. I want to welcome you into the show. My friends, we live in a very unstable world, okay? we With the election right around the corner, we're dealing with in, potentially the orange man going up against the senile old man in the White House. And you know what? I understand if you're discouraged. I understand if you checked out. I understand these things. But you know what? I believe there is a tremendous opportunity in front of all of us. Why do I say that? Well, because even in the Great Depression, which arguably we're in the second Great Depression right now, but in the Great Depression in the past, there were people who still made fortunes upon fortunes, okay? Yes, it's true. The majority of people were broke. Majority of people were down bad. Majority of people had it extremely rough. However... There were people who made a lot of money during this period in history, and today is no different. Today is no different, but when you have... Let me pull up the first story I want to share with you today to really drive home my point. We have people like Nikki Haley talking about raising the retirement age to 70. Oh yes, this is not... This isn't just speculation. This is a real thing. Now I get it. This sounds crazy, right? Sounds crazy. I understand. You might be saying to yourself, oh, hell no. I get it. I totally get it. You know, no, this can't be. But you know what? We're in dire straits. And I don't care how crazy you think the politicians are. It's just an unavoidable fact of reality. I hate to tell you, but you know what? I don't just come with bad news. I come with good tidings. In fact, you know, here, here's what we're going to talk about today. You need to get a sense of urgency. Why do I say that? Well, I mean, just look at this. Retirement age is 70. So if you thought you were just going to kick it, you know, give that normie, you know, job and then retire at 65 and then live it up. I'm sorry. Those days are going away. So you're going to have to find a new way. You're going to have to find a new way around this. And the answer is not relationships. The answer is not just scrolling on social media. The answer is not at the bottom of a bottle. The answer is not to just check out. There's a fine line of going your own way, finding a new path, and just checking out and falling by the wayside. I don't want you to fall by the wayside. I want you to get a sense of urgency. And because it's time for you to develop who you are and to think about who you could be, not what everybody else is doing. Who cares what everybody else is doing, okay? Yes, it's important to know where the ball is bouncing, but that does not mean you have to dribble it, okay? So let's look at these people who I mentioned before who made these large sums of money during the Great Depression. When the great, according to history.com, when the Great Depression hit in the 1930s, in the 1933 in particular, the unemployment rate exceeded 20% and the American GDP plummeted by 30%. That's bad. Really, really bad for those of you who don't know economics. Not everyone, however, lost money. Here's something you don't understand that maybe I can help illuminate for you. For everybody who loses money, the money has to go somewhere. Okay? Money doesn't just disappear. Energy does not just disappear. Matter is neither created nor destroyed. It is merely transmuted. Now, I understand we have fiat currency. I understand that. However... The value that accompanies money does not just simply vanish in thin air. 
it is redirected. And we're going to look at people who turned this loss of money during economic downturn in American history and turned it to an upturn for them. Business tycoons such as William Boeing, sound familiar? Lockheed and Boeing, big government contractors for the Defense Department. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the guy. Walter Chrysler. Oh, yeah. You know, like the Chrysler building? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See? Actually grew their fortunes during the Great Depression. Such as the aviation industry took flight in the 1930s. That's why Lockheed and Boeing did really well. By the way, little side note. Why do you think the politicians increase their net worth so much? And why do you think that the... um? Why do you think all of the money is going to Israel, going to Ukraine and whatnot? Who do you think is getting the money for all that? Mm. Who do you think invests in those Defense Department companies? It's all tied together, by the way. The government's in on it, in my estimation. Boeing built a vertically integrated empire that manufactured aircraft and operated airlines until the federal government government forced its breakup. Bust the trusts. Teddy Roosevelt was the one who popularized his idea of busting the trusts. We don't see that very much today. We just see them flying on the Google jet, in my estimation. Carmaker Chrysler responded, that goes back to up here, Walter Chrysler. Car- Chrysler responded to the fiscal freefall by cutting costs, boosting efficiency, and improving passengers' comfort in his company's vehicle. While sales of expensive cars plummeted, those of Chrysler cheaper Plymouth brands went up. So in other words, luxury vehicles were down, the common vehicle was up, so what did he do? He produced lower costing cars and boosted his sales right up. According to the automotive industry news, Chrysler's market share rose from 9% in 1929 to 24%. Look at this. Impressive, right? In 1933, he raised his Look at that. Did you did you see this? He raised it by 15% in less than 5 years as it surpassed Ford as America's second largest car company. He capitalized on the downturn. You know who's uh, I'll, I'll pause for a second before we keep going on this theme. You want to know who's capitalizing right now on the downturn? Content creators. Not me. I'm not monetized at the moment. But I'll tell you who is making a lot of money. Big content creators. Because guess what? People are bored. They want a distraction. Bread and circuses. They want to be distracted. They want to temporarily escape from their unavoidable realities. Where do they go? TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Why? Because they want to feel good. They want to be entertained. They want to be away from all this distract. They're distracted from all the horrible realities of the world. So then they're tuning into those shows, which in turn are getting more views, more AdSense revenue. And so they're going up. They're turning the negativity into profit for themselves. Let's keep going back to the Great Depression. Joseph Kennedy Sr. Oh boy, the Kennedys. I need a I need a New World Order soundbite. Uh, Joseph Kennedy Sr. made millions in unregulated stock market 
of the 1920s. In other words, he was one of the guys who cashed in in the Roaring Twenties, in part due to insider trading. I see some things haven't changed. And market manipulation, again, things have not changed. How do you think the politicians make so much money when you can look up their salary on the internet because it's public knowledge? I'll give you a hint. It's on the screen highlighted right now. Anyways, in my estimation, the Kennedy family patriarch then used his Wall Street earnings to become a movie mogul. What did I just say? I have not read this in advance. What did I just say? He went in the movie industry. People today are going into the social media industry. Why? The same reason to distract people away from their unfortunate realities. After purchasing a failed Hollywood studio in 1926, he consolidated movie companies that earned out low budget movies and made them more efficient and sold them for big profit. Again, nothing new here. Same exact thing. People are building up media companies and then selling them because guess what? Media companies are going up. People want distractions. By the time he exited Hollywood in 1931, Kennedy had earned $5 million. This is back then, almost 100 years ago, in the film industry, according to the National Park Service. I don't know why they'd have that. But think about it. 1929 is when the stock market crashed, and he made out like a bandit. Again, everything that goes down, someone else goes up. This is not an accident. Think about it. This is why we're seeing this downturn happening right now. We're seeing this downturn in the economy because let's look at it. Let's look at this again. Well, most investors watched their fortunes evaporate. Most again, there will be some people who will win. Most people will lose. While most investors watched their fortunes evaporate during the 1929 stock market crash. Again, we could we could even change this language. This is 29. This is 2024. So let's do a little bit of math here. This was almost a, this was about a hundred years ago. 2008, the housing market crash. None of this is new, my friends. I wish I could tell you what is, but it's just not. None of this, none of this is new. Well, um, let me change it. All right. None of this is new. I had to turn my volume down a little bit. It's kind of loud in my. I don't want to. I don't want people going deaf out here. Um, let's keep good. Oh boy, <laughs> big oil. Oh yeah, oh yes, big oil and real estate. Oh hell yeah! Now we really cooking with some fish grease. Oh yes, big oil is okay. Oil tycoon Paul Getty. Those of you who don't know who this guy is, do some history reading. Abided by a simple formula. Buy when everybody else is selling. Bingo. Bingo. Oh, but you sold Bitcoin, didn't you? You lied to me. You sold, didn't you? This, see, this is what he's... This could have saved people so much money. When the stock market went down, everybody went to the bank to grab their money. Everybody panicked. When people are selling... Okay, this is not official financial advice. This is just the one man's opinion. When something goes down, you want to buy. Because that means the whales are selling. And then when it goes down and down and other people are like, Oh, I got to sell, I got to sell, I got to sell. They go buy. Yeah, that's how it works. 
Let's go back to what let's go back to what he said. Oil tycoon, buy when everyone else is selling and hold on until everybody else is buying. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. What? Genius. Genius. This still works today. Stock market, crypto, real estate. This works every single time. Oh yeah, this is what the politicians do in my estimation with the um defense contracts and everything. Just look at what Martha Stewart got caught doing. By the way, there was an entire website last time I checked to Nancy Pelosi's um trading because everybody wanted to copy her. Not she just had insider information. Katie Porter's whiteboard is one way she's oh, often no, seen no, willing no, top no, executives. No, 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 nobody gets free press on my show. Get out of here with this. Hell no, get this advert off my show. You buy what everybody else is selling. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Uh, having made his first million dollars in the oil industry. Back then, okay, back then a million dollars is not today's million dollars. Just so we're clear. You know what? Hold on. We're going to do a live. Give me one second. We're going to do a live. I wanna, I'm going to look this up for y'all. Let's see. How much was $1 million worth in 1930? Oh, would you look at that? Survey says, according to... Uh, Cora, one million in nineteen thirty has the purchasing power of around fourteen million point three dollars in today's currency. So, in other words, <laughs> look at how much inflation we've had in the last hundred years. One million is now worth about fourteen to fifteen million dollars. One million dollars today would have been the equivalent of ninety k during the Great Depression. Ninety k. Is worth a million bucks today. Attention, potheads. Attention, know nothing morons who don't understand what you're living through with inflation and voting in Joe Biden. This is what you did to the country. Now, it's not just Joe Biden's fault. This has been going on for decades. But this is what they did to you. This is what they did to you during the bug. 2020, 2021, 2022, this is what they did to you. Inflated the currency, drove everything up, and now it's all coming down. That which goes up must come down. Let's go back to the article. Having made his first million dollars in the oil industry more than a decade earlier, Getty skipped skipped a celebration of his parents' golden wedding anniversary during the 1929 stock market crash to commemorate with Wall Street brokers, investors, and, spe and speculators. So in other words, he got the inside scoop. When companies desperate for cash, Getty took what he had learned and acquired undervalued oil he bought when it was low and real estate he bought when it was low. Anybody else notice recently Bitcoin went down to like 30K? Now it's back up to like 43K? Hmm. You sold, didn't you? You didn't buy, didn't you? You said, oh, it's unstable. Oh, I'm not going to buy. Should have bought. Didn't. Here's what he said. Quote, it is the opportunity of a lifetime to get oil companies for practically nothing. Oh, man. Uh, aiming to build an empire to rival that of Rockefeller. 
the first I think he was he was the first billionaire was Rockefeller. Father of Big Pharma, in my estimation, through his shell companies and whatnot. Oh, you didn't know about that either. I did a whole show on it. Yeti purchased Pacific Western Oil and shares of Tidewater Associated Oil, the, the country's ninth largest oil company, five years after buying Tide shares for $2.12. They were worth $20. He... He too hunt. Oh my dude. Can you imagine buying a, let's say for example, let me put you, let me put this in modern day. Okay. Let's say there's a crypto coin. That's two bucks. You buy a hundred shares for 200 bucks. Two coin, you know, all these coins, a hundred coins. Now the coin's worth 20 bucks. How much money did you make? You know? A hundred Xing hit would be four bucks. It's five times that. This dude made so much money. Like, like 500% of his initial investment. 500%. It was probably more because he said worth more. He might have even done 600 times his inve initial investment. Really think everybody out here losing all the time? Nope. No, they ain't. Mm -mm. See, this is this is why I want to tell you. This is the perfect time for you to make your money. Make your mark is now. This is why I'm telling you this. Because now when prices are down, everybody's fearful. Everybody's playing it safe. If you don't play it safe, and again, this is not financial advice. This is one man's opinion. You have the ability to make out like a bandit, but you're not doing it because you're playing it safe. Oh no, Charles Clinton sprawling. Oh, the insurance racket, oh yes. During the Great Depression, Charles Clinton sprawling presided over America's largest black owned business, the North Carolina Mutual Life Insurance Company. Founded in 1898, the company struggled to survive before hiring sprawling. What did he do? He utilized his sales and marketing attention. You wanna make money in today's economy? Sales, sales, sales. Learn how to sell. Whether it's learn how to sell yourself, your brand, your content, somebody else, doesn't matter. Learn sales. If you want advice from me, that's not official financial professional advice, just personal advice. Again, one man's opinion, sales is the way to go. A company expanded into fire insurance, banking, and mortgage lines. Hmm. Uh, I seem to rem or I seem to recall the banks needed the insurance. So oh, he was ahead of the curve. The company was operated out of renting desk space in the corner of doctor's office when Spalding started, grew into a six-story office building that anchored Wall Street and Durham, North Carolina. As African Americans suffered the highest unemployment rates during the Great Depression. Sprawling was seen as the country's leading black businessman. He oversaw his company's expansion into Pennsylvania while advising FDR, president, on the composition of his black cabinet. Wow. See, you know, okay. 
I'm going to give a disclaimer. Obviously, I am not black. But here's what I want to tell you. Your race does not matter when it comes to your ability to change your life. No, I get it. People are going to say, Austin, you don't know. You don't understand the oppression. You don't understand. Please. I'm not telling you you're not suffering. I'm not telling you you don't have it hard. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you want to be a victim, you will find a way to be a victim. If you want to be a victor, you will find a way to win. That is what I'm saying. Yeah, do some people have more of an advantage than others? 100%. Does that mean then that you get to sit there and whine and cry and say how much you're a victim? No. What, like, what good does that do you? Unless you're getting paid to be a professional victim, why would you be out here saying how much you're oppressed and you're a victim? What good does that do you? Does that cook your breakfast in the morning? Does that pay your rent? Does that pay your car note? Does that pay your insurance? Does that pay for your gas? I don't think so. So again, you need to get your priorities straight. Look, Social Security's out of the Social Security's getting bumped up, going bankrupt. So if your solution is, oh, I want to go out here and I'm going to get married because dual income is going to help me. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's look and see what your future wives are up to. Uh, let's see. What does your future wife have to say? Let, 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 let's see what they have to say out here. How much money does a guy need to make in order to be with you? A million dollars a month he needs to be making to be dating me. How tall does he need to be? Like six foot five minimum. I'm not tall enough? Hell no. I'm sorry. Short kings, but like, not for me, not for me. All right, valid. How much money does a guy- Oh, oh man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, say that again. What? Say that again. I need to make in order to be with you. A million dollars a month? He needs to be A million dollars a month? Let me ask you, gentlemen, you got a million dollars just laying around? You got to be making a mill a month? Probably not, no. I mean, yes, is this woman crazy? Is it doing it? Maybe, is this a skit? She be me doing this just to get attention? Maybe, probably, yeah. But does that change the fact that this is what they actually think in the back of their brain? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't at all. This is what you are trying to get with. You think you're going to get this for free? Uh, Say it again. For, for the guys in the back, say it again. How much money does a guy need to make in order to be with you? A million dollars a month. Oh, my God. Yeah. Million bucks a month right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, but... But dating is a solution, right? Marriage is a solution, right? Now you might say, Austin, please. This is, she, she, she's just, she's, she's being flamboyant. She's lying, blah, blah, blah. Oh, really? Uh, let's uh, show you something. Look at this woman's face right here. Look at this woman's face. She like, I can't believe you said that. She is telling you, oh, shoot. She told on us. Oh, shoot. Oh, man. She out here exposing us. Oh, man. No, I'm not shaming this woman. I don't know her. And at the end of the day, you can have any standards you want. Just don't be shocked when you don't find your 6'5 minimum height guy. I'll give you guys a little bit of a... I'm over six and a half feet tall, okay? And as someone who's over six and a half feet tall, I gotta tell you something. You have any idea how many people that I meet that are my height? Not very much. And add to the fact that you have to make a million dollars a month? Hold on, let me show you something. 
Hold on, let's go over here. Uh, how much do you think that the average person makes? Let's go to the average man in 2024. How much are we making out here? Well, according to ForbesAdvisor.com, uh, 20 to 24 year olds average 40K, 40 and a half K, 25 to 34, 56 K, uh, 35 to 44 is 69 K, 45 to 50, 45 to 54, 72 K a year. Now, CNBC median income for men back in 2019, before any hyperinflation, before COVID, 16 to 19 was 26 K, 20 to 24, 31k 25 to 34 was 46k and then 35 to 44 was 56k and the very bottom here it says according to according to uh status status what the oh man how do you pronounce this just a garbage what in 2022 the average worker aged 45 to 54 older men Earned an average of eighty-two thousand two hundred and eighty bucks a year, making them the highest earning age group. This is the highest, eighty-two k. And let's go back to let, let's go back to this woman right here. Hold on, ma'am, say it again. How much money does a guy need to make in order to be with you? A million dollars a month. He needs to be making to be dating me. How tall? Oh, that's not even the height factor. That's just money. So you need to be making at least $12 million a year. Oh, and what was that you said also? What does it need to be? Like six foot five, minimum. I don't even care if she's trolling. She probably, maybe she's trolling. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if she's trolling because at the end of the day, this is what women actually want, by the way. Oh, they'll, 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 in real life, they'll tell you they don't care about this. But that's to protect your ego. They don't actually, they want what she's talking about. They don't. They actually want this. If they can get it, oh, they want it. Why do you think sugar daddy culture is so big? Oh, yeah. Why do you think it's so big out here in Rising? Answer, because they want the security. They want to not worry about things. They want the luxury to create their own problems and not have it thrown at them that, oh, shoot, I got to pay rent. Oh, shoot, my credit card is, I got to pay off my credit card. Oh, shoot. I don't have enough money this month. Shoot, I want to go on this trip. They want a guy to just be like, ching, 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 ching. I got it all covered, baby. That's what she wants. Oh, yeah. She wants the luxury to create her own problems, not have them to show up in her life. By the way, if you think this is a, if she's alone, oh, she's not. Let's go to the next clip. How much money does a guy need to make in order to be with you? I mean, I don't really care about the money part as long as like they're not they're we're in a healthy relationship and they make me happy. That's fine. So he makes. You don't care, huh? Uh, you don't care, huh? Really? Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't believe that. Not not for a second. Stop lying. Let's keep going. He makes zero dollars. You're gonna date him. Oh no, he needs to have a job. So I'm gonna say he needs to be like in a finance minimum would be like 80k, if that. <laughs> like I don't know, yeah, like, like more than that. What? Working towards making more than that to support yeah. our family and our kids one day. How tall does a guy need to be in order to be with you? Five, ten, or higher. How tall are you? Five foot. We said short. You're five foot, though. and he needs to be ten inches taller than you. 
Yes. Honestly, it doesn't matter. I'm 4'11", so... 5'8". I'm 5'4". I need a... She's not 5'8"? <laughs> what? She's not 5'8"? What do you... What? This woman says she's 4'11", and this woman says she's the, she's 5'8"? I don't know about that one, man. Two former inches on me. Valid. How much... Oh my, oh my goodness, brothers. What is this? So, this woman on the far left, she said that money didn't matter, then in turn proceeded to say that you need to make at least 80k. Uh, let's go back to this for a second. Hold on. Let's go back to this. Uh, the guys making 80k that she's looking for are 45 to 54. Oh, she, but she wants the 25-year-old guy with, uh, with the Bugatti. She wants a guy like kind of like Andrew Tate, who's younger, who's got all this money. That's what she wants. She doesn't want a guy that's about the same age as her father, unless he's a sugar daddy. She might want him, but she's not going to say that she wants him, because then that would make her look bad. So she's not going to say that. She'd never admit that. But, again, this is why sugar daddy culture is taking off. And this is why if you want to participate in dating and you're wondering why you're not getting laid or whatever, because your money is whack. You need to get your wallet pregnant, not these women pregnant. That's what you need. That's what you need to do, but you ain't doing it. So she'll go to the 45, 54 guys who are making that Eddie Cage you talked about. That's what's going to happen. I don't know what else to tell you. So my friends, Again, we're going, well, let's go return to this, let's return to this story right here, where there are guys who have made fortunes during the Great Depression, which was about 100 years ago. The roughest times, there were men out here who made a lot of money during this time, appealing to the needs of the people. Groceries, insurance, M movies, entertainment, oil, real estate, alcohol, and, and movies. You noticing a trend here? Oil, aviation, and movies, again. You notice a trend here? Oil, planes, movies, food, insurance, movies, Oil, real estate, movies, and alcohol. My friends, this is not an accident. Let's look at today's culture, all right? And I'm not going to give away too much free game. But what I will tell you, my friends, is this. Let's look at the current culture today. In 2024, end of January, let's look at this for a second. What do you see that people are out here needing? Movies was a big one back 100 years ago. What's the modern-day equivalent of movies? Social media. Let's go to food. What are people looking for? More sustainable, easy access to food. Why do you think that people are going away with meat and bringing in this beyond meat? It's cheaper, more accessible. Why do you think fast food's doing pretty well right now? Because people are broke. Why do you think that oil is still doing pretty well? Oil is making a big comeback from what I've seen because the oil prices were really high. Now they're slowly going down just in time for the election year. 
just in time for the incumbent to say that they're finally doing something. My friends, I want you to win out here. I'm not saying this to degrade you. I'm saying this because I want you to win. The problem is a lot of people just want to be victims. They want to play the, they want to wave the white flag without ever really trying, in my opinion. So think about it. What are ways you can maximize in this time of uncertainty? How can you use this time to make your fortune, make your mark? How can you do it? There's options out here, but you need to find a way to do it. Because I guarantee you, you can. My friends, if anything you want to say, add, subtract, multiply, divide, hit me up in the comment section. Uh, if you like what you hear, y'all already know what to do. Subscribe, like to the channel, all that good stuff. Oh, and by the way, um, I'm, I have some stuff in the works. I might even get the, a website for the channel. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on some stuff in the background, so be... Be prepared when I start to unveil it in the days, months to come. Uh, my friends, in the meantime, you can hit me up on X at CheapGetSheared. That's where I'm at the most outside of YouTube. And the, uh, yeah, outside of TikTok and YouTube. But my friends, I encourage you, whatever you choose to do, I encourage you to stay vigilant, stay informed, and question everything that comes your way. Because you never know. Who might be giving you some fluff, some garbage? I really want to give it to you as straight as possible, and that's why a lot of people don't like me, to be frank. But that's okay. I'd rather be respected than liked. My friends, I'm out of here. I hope you learned something today. I'm out. Peace.